0: This is a Handshake Agency podcast.
1: Uh,
0: welcome to That Sucks, presented by Handshake Agency. My name is Troy. I am Dan. And uh, we welcome you to the 13th episode Th- of That Sucks. 13,
1: 13 whole episodes we've got. We finally got here. The unluckiest of 13- episodes episodes.
0: Do you want to explain what, what happened? happened? Okay, well, yesterday I was doing some prep for our big 50th episode, the big five zero. Yep. and uh, something wasn't adding up because I was looking through all the previous episodes and I was like, 48? There's only 48. What is happening here? Went back through my notes and uh, in early 2020, we skipped one. We skipped episode 13, meaning like it's the we skipped episode unlucky 13. floor
1: of an enormous hotel.
0: Yeah, so for the past several months we've been saying welcome to episode 41 and then for- we've been counting them well, we've been counting, counting religiously. down to the 50th episode spectacular. And yeah, now we so have technically,
1: to technically go back and do them all again.
0: Yeah, we have to yeah, exactly. So we'll do this and then we'll re-record the other following X amount of episodes until we get to the big 50. Yep, 37 or well, 36 I guess it would be. So hey, it- you know, I mean I'm not too phased. I'd rather be in the same room as you when we do the big five zero. Yeah, Doesn't that'd about be pretty you? cool. But we can't
1: because, um, old mate, Delta is everywhere. Well, maybe not everywhere, but we haven't had a case in Perth in a couple of days. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, that will have stayed the same. But uh, yeah, Walk in the meantime, be in between time, we're in our own dwellings while I'm in my studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at uh, three Prince pop vinyls. I'm looking at Dan's... Uh, Studio and I don't know how many pop vinyls are sitting behind him. Uh,
0: It's like guess the jelly beans. If you guess the correct amount, you will win a smile. Win a smile, it's a good smile too. You know he doesn't give those out for free.
1: So um, that's pretty much where we're at at the moment. I'm just hanging out. I do have pants on.
0: I will confess. (laughs) So I uh, I called you yesterday and realised that all my uh, preparation was. For nothing, and we had to scramble to find the new episode. Yep, which you did. And I did last minute topic. If today's episode sucks, you can blame me because I picked it and did all the research. Yep. Jackass. You are a jackass. Okay, I wrote today's last minute topic, jackass, because I'm a jackass.
1: Yeah, I just said that. You're a jackass. Oh, wait, the topic is jackass? Oh, uh, I see. I see now. That makes sense. Yes. So, yes, we can talk funny, about Jackass. You're talking about the um, prank show from the early 2000s, correct?
0: Yeah. Well, the, I mean, normally it wouldn't really be something I'd bring up, but there's been a lot of uh, Jackass in the media lately because Jackass 4, the fourth film, is underway. And I keep seeing headlines every couple of weeks since the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was news up until only a few weeks ago that yeah, I right. saw. So, yeah. Are you across the new film at all? Only
1: little bits and pieces
0: and mostly related to BAM. Is that right? Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll uh, we'll unpack all that soon.
1: Um, but Jackass, I, guess- I think I've seen the other movies. I know that's embarrassing to say because it feels like it should be aimed at me, but. I used to watch the show when I was on in high school and I was like, yeah, this is fine. But I wasn't ever like a massive like prank guy. You're a prank guy. You love it. You fucking
0: love it. It's more in the vein of Tim and Eric where it's weird. It's less uh, painful and offensive and just more bizarre is what I go for. Whereas I think like um, the reason you probably don't have much recollection whether you've seen those- previous three movies or not is because the last of the the three jackass 3d came out like 10 years ago
1: yeah like oh was it 10 years ago i thought it was like 2007 or something maybe it was that that long ago only 10 years ago
0: let me allow me to verify
1: 2010 i was 2010, right oh that's not too long ago. Well, so no, 11 years 11 years between and they've um they've grown up a lot like you know steve they i've well kind of so, Steve, Steve, Steve definitely has. Yeah, man. This is the thing. Like, I what I know from now is that guys like Steve O has really got his shit together because he's been clean and sober for a number of years now. It might have even been pre that movie. Is that do you know that? Do you have a, a time frame on when Steve O got clean?
0: I'll tell you. How's this? Oh, look at this. we are even better is, when we're apart. Yeah, I know.
1: I've kept a little bit on touch, uh, in touch with them only because of random YouTube videos that come up, like Steve O doing hot ones or something. Um, he's
0: um he's 13 years sober yeah so it was a little bit it was
1: before that previous movie he kind of got his life together a bit but there was like a video i watched of his teeth and how he's had like four different like denture replacements over the course of his life because he's just he's fucked him up so bad um i i don't know if it's a combination of just you know substance abuse or it's Doing stunts, stunts and wrong. stuff, you know, but he's probably got a bit of both, probably. But he's got like just enough teeth left, <laughs> and just enough of the remaining teeth that they can apply dentures to him, and it's it's okay. Because have you have you seen his face wrist Have you looked at a, a still photo of Steve-O from the last like two years? I've, no, not still photos. I've watched some videos well, uh, the in f- the lead up to this. The first thing I, I I looked at him was like, man, what is up with this dude's teeth? It's like it's so they're so big. <laughs> Um, is because they're fake? Yeah, because they're fake and they've been fake for a really long time. But anyway, that's I've kept up with him. But by all accounts, like he is a pretty nice dude now um,
0: the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I saw him live a few years ago and his show, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it, it really blew me away at just how put together he was on stage. Yep. and But you know what's funny? So, do you know how much steve got paid for season one of Jackass? No. Which is eight episodes? No, I don't So, um, he appeared, like, a couple of years ago on the Mike Tyson podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, like, various stunts he's done. And Mike Tyson's just sitting there nodding his head, looking disgusted. (laughs) Um, And he he, he said his rates for stunts that were, like, really dangerous, you know, like, you could potentially die doing them. Yeah. For each of those stunts, he got $500. Oh, God. And if it was, like, a street prank or something that was, as he said, easy, he'd get 200 bucks. And so, for (laughs) season one... He got a total of fifteen hundred US dollars for season one, <gasps> eight no episodes. Way. And after that aired, it became the highest rated show of all time on MTV mm-hmm. outside of their award shows. And he only got fifteen hundred bucks for it. Oh no. Poor guy. It's like Napoleon and Dynamite. They, Didn't he get like fuck all for that movie? Well, yeah, but then they they uh, renegotiated his contract. Oh, um Steve, you mean John Hedder's contract. Oh John Hedder's right. No, sorry, sorry, for John Header in Napoleon Dynamite. So right. he ended up getting recuperated, but when they got picked up for two more seasons because obviously MTV would be like we have to keep this going yep he signed on for $2000 per episode <gasps> for 16 episodes oh, no. so he got 3200 oh. sorry 32000 for um, 16 episodes at that point. Oh man, so poor he guy. He only got he got he got less than thirty five thousand dollars for three seasons of Jackass. That's insane. And what year is that? That's early two thousands, right? Two thousand one. Yeah, the show ran from two thousand to two thousand two. Yeah. I believe. So he he would have made a lot more money off the films and other bits and pieces, but the fact that he got only that much money, given how he is sort of like a fan favorite, so yeah. to speak, is Mind-blowing. But back then, I guess, you just don't know, do you? You don't know what well, your also, values were. If, so, if somebody's... Worth. Like, I don't think they would have thought what they were doing was that important either. Yep. You know? It's like anybody... It's really anyone back then could have done that and become famous, right? It's like everything they're doing doesn't involve much skill or yep. anything like that. they just out themselves and make fools of themselves. He's, he must Steve be 40 right? I'll tell you. Steve... O- steve is 47. 47, yeah. Man. And um, Johnny Knoxville just turned 50. Steve-O was too old to be doing that shit in 2000. He should have known better, you know? Grow up. Like, 26 up. doing that stuff is like... That's kind of funny. Ima- could you imagine you doing that at 26? No. See, and as I get older, like, watching the old jackass stunts and pranks, I'm just not really into them. No. I'm like, I don't understand why I watched this in high school. I don't get it now. It was a time... I mean, it was... I think I've said this before, but like
1: uh, the the late 90s and the 90s in general, everything was extreme with an X. So it wasn't that, not that it wasn't shocking, but that's the, that was the temperature of the world at the time. So, you know, those guys were just in the thick of it and they were at the right age for it too, I I suppose. Um, I, again, I can't imagine doing it. I can't really imagine anyone these days doing that too. I guess you kind of get YouTubers, but they're not doing it in the
0: same way. (laughs)
1: They kind of know it's their not value. It's not just like
0: swallowing a goldfish or jumping into a pool of donkey urine, you know? Like yeah. There's not that sort of stuff on YouTube. Okay, no way. I take that back. There is definitely that kind of stuff on YouTube, but it's probably not amassing the same amount of um, attention that Jackass yeah. got when they first did it. Weak. Um, or do you know what, before I forget, do you know what um, Johnny Knoxville's real name is? Uh, no. Philip John Clapp. Philip John Clapp. I never knew that. Johnny Knoxville's a pretty good stage name. It is. It bad. is, and he's fi- he's fifty now. It, ma- it made me laugh. I saw a few articles about the Jackass Four. He's done a few interviews, and um, they're they're all like Johnny Knoxville's last Jackass film. And I was thinking, what? Why is he still doing this? Yeah. And the answer's got to be money, right? Because oh yeah, it, it's always the money. world doesn't need a fourth Jackass film, but according to um, like if 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 you look at the the track record of the films. Jackass 3D, how much do you think that cost to make? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure I didn't see it. So, I don't know, a million dollars? 20, 20 million US. Oh, yeah, it's still a lot of money. <laughs> which is a lot that. for what they do. And then, like, how much do you think it made from that, from its theatrical 50, release? 50, 60 million. And, oh, listen to this. Uh, so, according to Screen Rant, and I'm, I'm not sure if this is worldwide or just in the US, mm-hmm. it might just be the US, but... It made fifty million US across its opening weekend and one hundred and seventeen million US over its lifetime gross. That's pretty great. That's a that's a heck of so, a lot of money. So anyone who's like, does the world need a fourth Jackass film? It most definitely does not. And I don't know if I'll see it or not. <laughs> and it's gonna make money. It doesn't matter. Like I mean, it's gonna make money. So of course Paramount's gonna do it.
1: No, no, the world doesn't need any movie, but it doesn't mean that a bunch of people can't go make a shitload of money. So hey. Good on you. I mean, guys, like, Johnny Knoxville's done movies. It's not like he's disappeared completely. He's not the best actor, though. No, but, like, what he, was He the- was in, like, Men in Black and Jukes of Hazard and- Yeah, but he's still making money. That's fine. People it's still like hire him. It's like,
0: if you see Johnny Knoxville in a movie, you <coughs> go, oh, it's Johnny Knoxville, and then you don't even pay any attention to whatever else he does. The whole time, you're just thinking, oh, that's Johnny Knoxville. So, we- we've talked about Steve-O, Johnny Knoxville. They're both doing okay. You mentioned Bam before, and that's largely what- all the press has been about has been Bams' involvement with the upcoming film. What do you know about all that? I think he's just he's gone
1: off and stayed off the rails for like a really long time. That's what I'm aware of. So it's not
0: funny. It's not like really that titillating. It's just it's just sad by the time would, you get to the end of it all. Would you say it sucks? It sucks. It does. That sucks. Every every time we say that sucks, there should be a little sound. Yeah. You know, it's hard. You
1: can't like- um, Well, I guess you can sort of put it into conversation. But if I said it like that, I
0: don't think you'd give a shit. No, I wouldn't. Um, So, (laughs) I'll I'll run you through what's been happening in relation to Jackass 4. Back in January, Bam appeared on the Knockin' Doors Down podcast. Mm -hmm. and At at that point, he was saying he wasn't sure if he was going to be in Jackass 4 that Paramount thought he was too much of a liability due to his substance abuse issues mm-hmm. and that the producer and director, um, Jeff Tremaine, mm-hmm. who he's one of the creators of Jackass, he's directed all the films, he was fighting for Bam to be in it. Yep. Then in February, it was reported that he was fired from the film for violating his contract. Oh, yeah. And that contract stip- stipulated he was meant to take routine drug tests, take medication, see a psychologist throughout filming and more. And then in May, he posted a video claiming he was getting help um, and also said, this is, and I, I quote, so my family, Jackass, has betrayed me, abandoned me, rejected me. And he specifically um, slams Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville, yep. who he blames for the contract. Um, and then Steve, so if you go to that post on Bam's Instagram, the first comment there, it's like highlighted because obviously he's a verified account is Steve O. Yep. And Steve O <laughs> responded saying, Bam, the two people you're saying wrong, wronged you, Knoxville and Tremaine. Are the same two people who organised the intervention which saved my life. Everyone bent over backwards to get you in the movie, and all you had to do was not get loaded. You've continued to get loaded. It's that simple. We all love you every bit as much as we or say we do, but nobody who really loves you can enable or encourage you to stay sick. That's pretty pretty heavy. Yeah, um, and then Joe Knoxville was he in an interview with GQ said a similar thing, just being like, you know, we want Bam to be happy and healthy. We we tried to push that along, it didn't work. Uh, and he uh, he also said, I don't want to get into a public back and forth with Bam. I just want him to get better. Because I always find that weird when people... Like, it happened with Blink-182. Like, one band member will go to Rolling Stone and say something. Yep. And then the other one goes to, like, NMA and says something else. And it's like they have this public back and forth, which doesn't really help anything. I mean, I don't know why Tom didn't just go but talk yeah. to
1: the aliens oh. and then that could get broadcast at, like, simultaneously on <laughs> all stations. That would be way easier. <laughs>
0: Oh, and then most recently, so only a few weeks ago, Tremaine was granted a restraining order against Bam. Oh, wow. Um, because Bam allegedly was sending him um, death threats, like threatening um, him and his family. Right. And a judge gave him a temporary one. And then a couple of weeks ago, approved a permanent three-year restraining order. Wow, okay. Which at, at, at that point, it's just, yeah, it's like, we just got to hope he's getting help, really. And it sounds like- the Jackass crew tried to, but I'm not sure really what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, okay, what would he say? Like, poor guy. He's not in the film, but it sounds like he had some great ideas. I, I remember that I interviewed him back in 2016. Oh, that's cool. And he told me one of one of his ideas for Jackass 4 that got rejected. Do you want <laughs> me to send you the audio and you can listen to it? Yeah, yeah. Mike Tysonville on a Vander Holyfield ear in a boxing match well, why don't we have the Evander Holyfield redemption and I'll box him and he can bite off my fucking ear. And they're like, are you really willing to get your earlobe bit off for good? I'm like, yeah. You know the street creds I'll have?
1: So, Oh my God. <laughs> he wants to get his ear bitten off by Evander Holyfield. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think that Evander Holyfield would be down for that anyway, right? No, I don't think so. I mean... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think we put that a we put that to bed 20 plus years ago, man.
0: Yeah, and I, I I'm not surprised that they were like we're not doing that. So, I think that um I'll I'll get you to watch something else. It's um a video that Steve put on YouTube back in May describing two of his stunts. Yep, for the for the new movie. I'll send you this and then we can talk about <laughs> I'll read out what he said. God. Um yeah, he, was he getting an epidural? Is that what he was talking about? Yes, yeah, so what you just- I probably oh. should have given you a bit of a warning before just throwing that video yeah, thanks, your way. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I'll, I'll read out what he says in that video. He says, I might have actually talked a doctor into dressing up as a clown so that he could put a four-inch needle into my spine and inject me with a drug that would paralyze me from the waist down while I'm sprinting and before all kinds of terrible shit happened to me. And you see him—he's No, <laughs> he's getting an epidural, like there on camera. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he's going to sprint until it kicks in, I assume. Um, and then he's just going to eat shit. <laughs> and then he goes. And then from that he goes. And I'm getting ready to do a world record highest belly flop ever performed into pure piss. And then it cuts to him in his front yard and he goes, that's why I have 190 gallons of piss in my front yard at home. And there's just all the, you know, you get those like distilled water, like six litre bottles or yeah. whatever they are. that Just like a bunch of those full of piss. That's, you know, that, that's what $20 million will get you these yeah. days for a film. I mean,
1: that really makes me think about having a message from our sponsors.
0: You read my mind. All right. Should we, let's um, ha- have a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the injuries that the cast have sustained over the years. You know what sucks? What? The NRL. That's a hot take. That's not the only take. And you know what doesn't suck? Tell me. The take with Willie Mason on the Handshake Agency Network. That's right. Ex-NRL and Australian international player
1: Willie Mason discusses all things rugby league. You don't have to be a fan of the sport to get sucked into
0: the podcast. But don't just take our word for it. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au now and listen for yourself. And we're back. We're back. We are back, you jackass. You're a jackass, I'm a jackass, and they're all suckers. What do you think of those kind of stunts we just talked about, the the two Steve-O ones from Jackass 4? Um, The second one jumping into
1: piss is like... Pretty gross, Why? but it's, it's I guess, pretty on brand. They're both on brand for him. I don't really like the... To me, getting a, a needle in your spine is a bit gory. So, um, it's not gross. Like, to me, jumping in piss and, like, bathing in piss is, like, really gross and disgusting. Whereas, um, yeah, getting needles or... Any, anything that it's not like that's not self mutilation but anything that could be in that c- category with blood and guts it, it's kind of like it, that's a bit of a turnoff for me personally i don't know what about yeah, you I'm like
0: i don't find i think i find the concept of it more funny than the actual reality of it and like st- the way steve-o described it i found extremely hilarious mm-hmm. um see so yeah, i think the, the concept is like that makes me laugh but when you actually see it like you do in the YouTube video, yeah, it's less like oh, okay, that's the reality of what he's talking about. Um, yeah, you can't get not a that. fan. No, 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 no. Oh no! <laughs> but like the concept of somebody trying to sprint after just having an epidural, like in th- in theory, that to me sounds hilarious. Yeah, it sounds hilarious in theory, but like, no, come on, that's, yeah, no, that's not the one. I, I I will say like when so those kind of stunts are probably the better of the two, sorry, like the better type that jackass do because it's not really at the expense of other people or animals. Yep. Um Whereas like, you know, wild boys, they were always involving like animals in, um, that's um, Steve-O and Chris Pontius doing, right traveling the world and doing like pranks with like animals, you know? And I was like, most of the time it involved them getting hurt, but it's got to be distressing for the animals too. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Although I, I will say there was the, one of the funniest things back in the day for me was, when the Nintendo DS first came out, Steve O and Chris Pontius didn't add where they were in like Africa. Mm-hmm. And I think the script was something like Steve O goes, When the wild boys want to battle it out in the harsh plains of Africa. And he has like a Nintendo DS and he's getting like this wild tigers circling him one pounces on him and he starts screaming while playing a nintendo ds Oh god and it's like look it up look it up but dumb stuff that only hurts them i'm fine with when it's involving animals or at the expense of other people it's a bit more like yeah
1: yeah that's that's pretty fair and reasonable i think
0: uh, speaking of you know onset injuries at the end of last year day two of filming jackass Four, johnny knoxville and steve-o were hospitalized oh really on day two Shit. yeah which I mean, are you surprised given that it's been how long since they did a jackass film? They're too old and for this then, shit, so not surprised yeah. at all. Actually, you know you know, what's funny? Johnny Knoxville, by the time this movie's finished and comes out, it'll be like, it'll just be Bad Grandpa 2. Yeah. Because he'll be that old. So apparently, according to um, Cinema Blend, they were doing a stunt that involved them jumping onto a moving treadmill while holding musical instruments. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. And so, they both they both ended up in hospital because of that one stunt. Bam posted an update from the hospital waiting room, kind of telling everyone what was going on. And he said that one of the <coughs> instruments was a tuba. Oh, God. So, you can only imagine falling. I can't th- even I can imagine how he hurt
1: himself with that. You know? Johnny,
0: he's 50 years old and he's jumping onto a moving treadmill, no doubt going like, as fast as it can go while holding what is that why like what are they trying to- what what is that i don't know man that's um that's not for me i can't i don
1: 't know if I've ever held a tuber in my hands have you never it's I imagine it would be quite heavy
0: I think it's not as heavy as you think like it's not oh, light, was the idea but- to maybe was the idea to maybe jump on and keep running and play it while you're running? I don't know. Maybe, was that the idea? I think, like, because you could
1: still hurt yourself. Like, you could drop it and then fall on it, and I'm sure it would hurt, you know? Or it could smack the, you in the, the head with this big
0: bell. The musical element of it... I know that Post Malone's going to be in it, the new film. Mm-hmm. So, when does this movie come out? It's slated for October. But, I mean, if the, if they make it, they're still filming. Yeah, if they make and, it out alive. Yeah, I don't know w- what happens if they get injured. How, how long does production get... Delayed for? Are they? Because you can't go from like breaking your arm into another stunt a week later. You'd have to wait for it to heal. You know, it'd be great. Is, and I'm so- is if they just CGI'd
1: the whole thing, or deepfaked the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they just got like there's a there's probably enough footage of like Steve O and Johnny Knoxville out there where they could just get anyone to do these stunts and just do- yeah, that would be smart. Like, I'm not- they could get any twenty year old kid to just jump and do this stuff. <laughs> any YouTube dickhead to just um or just just
0: fake their faces onto a bunch of YouTube pranks. Yeah. so it's, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised that Johnny Knoxville hasn't- I'm really curious to see what he does, given his age, like in this film, like what um, stunts he does. And he's had 15 or so concussions across Jackass. Oh, Jackals, wow. Poor guy. Which, like, isn't that at a point where if you have one or two more, that could be death? I- th-
1: think every concussion is different yeah it's it, it really depends on how bad it is and where it gets you they know more than they did when these guys started like as in they know more about concussions but they still don't know everything so presumably the doctors on and around set would be a little bit more <laughs> can you imagine you being know, one of those doctors? <laughs> yeah then they
0: they probably didn't even think about that stuff back um, Twenty years ago, it was probably Can you imagine being a doctor now. on the set of Jackass Four. You'd just be like, "I don't understand. This goes against everything <laughs> I believe
1: in." I don't know, man. Once you're <laughs> happy to fucking you know, jab a dude in the spine, so I don't know if it's that's true. That well, that well,
0: while dressed as a clown, yeah,
1: apparently. Do you reckon that? Um, do you reckon that wasn't even part of the request? He was just like, oh, "I like dressing like a clown. Is that cool?" Maybe he was like, "I'll do it, but I want to hide my identity," and that was the solution they came up with. I mean, that's not crazy. I think you'd probably be smart to do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Imagine uh, losing well, your medical
1: well, license because of that stupid fucking stunt. I was yeah, a yeah, proud I, doctor and I, then I
0: <laughs> worked on Jackass 4. God, I lost my medical license. Joey Knoxfield's had some pretty bad luck outside of Jackass 2. So, in 2009, he had a particularly bad year. At the start of the year, he was detained at Los Angeles International Airport when security found a grenade in his carry-on <laughs> luggage. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Apparently, it was a prop from an advert, and it got accidentally packed into his carry-on. Oh, right. Okay, and then accidentally. A, a, um, yeah, a month later, he was doing a stunt for Nitro Circus, and he tore his urethra when he landed oh, upside down no. doing a backflip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about that, man. That sounds terrible. Oh, it does, but urethra. it's. I'm telling you, man, it's got to deep fake it from now on. Exactly. Well, actually, good point. You talked about you, they could just rip YouTubers' content or, yep. uh maybe copycats. Ooh. There's uh there is an endless list of news articles based off jackass copycat, and I, I I remember being in high school and people trying to do stuff like jackass. I mean. Not as intense, but just jumping into a bush or mm. trying to hurt themselves while filming on a crappy old Nokia. Was that something you came across at all? Um, my friends didn't really do that stuff. I definitely heard of people
1: doing that, but yeah, we were a little bit more. more we were a little bit bit better behaved than that. Bit smarter, a bit more switched on. Yeah, pretty pretty. Than pretty smart the guys. wannabe, than the wannabe Stevos of the world. But yeah, with um with YouTube and stuff now and TikTok, man, I. Well, I, actually, I don't know how this is going to go with TikTok. That'll be interesting because it's a bit more instant gratification to um, rip off a
0: jackass stunt. Like I'm, I'm thinking when the next one comes out, kids oh, just doing jackass those stunts. 4. yeah. And, well, what's um, the audience for a jackass film now? Surely early teen teens aren't going to give a shit about it. I don't
1: know, man. It's isn't that that's a really interesting question because I don't really care, but I wasn't really the audience anyway. Um, yeah, like well, I was at the time, but it didn't really tickle my fancy too much. So yeah, you're right. Is it gonna uh, appeal to these younger kids or people that are our age and, and remember it from when they were like, I guess people
0: in their thirties? Probably a bit of both. I think I think that's why they have to put so much money behind it and make it like a spectacle. You know, like huge sets and just out of this world stuff that you can't get on YouTube or yep. although YouTubers are doing a lot of stuff now and have a lot of money. So, but back in the day. Uh, I'll talk about a few copycats. You know how they frequently had the do not try this at home? Yep. Before like every clip, they had it scrolling at the bottom of the screen Mm -hmm. on um, the episodes as well. In 2001, so this is kind of the peak of the show's, the series popularity. Yep. um, There was a 13-year-old kid in Connecticut who tried to recreate Johnny Knoxville's barbecue stunt, which in the show, uh, Knoxville wore a flame retardant suit and he was covered in raw steaks. And he laid on a grill while being squirted with lighter fluid. Oh, no. No. So, this kid had his his friends pour gasoline on his hands and legs and uh. light it on fire. And then he spent five weeks in hospital. And I was like, oh, what's the connection to jackass? Did he say? I couldn't see anything specifically in that incident where it was linked directly to jackass outside of... I mean, it, it's got to be. Why else would someone do that? Yeah. An- another kid, the same year, age 12, he did a similar thing, having his uh, friends douse his hand in bug spray and light it on fire. Oh. But his shirt caught on fire. And he, he jumped into a pool, and his friends were laughing, and then they realized pretty soon, like, no, he's injured, and he suffered second and third degree burns. That's incredible. And bad. Like, with that bad one, way. that that second kid said, I don't blame myself. I kind of blame the show. We did it because we saw it on Jackass, and we were copying the show. In real life, kids don't think. They yeah. think they're invincible, so they don't worry about what will happen. The, the 12-year-old kid said that? I That stuff- was like pretty
1: drilled into you from like I was that same age when that kid was doing that stuff and I knew it was a bad idea. Like it's either you or your parents responsibility for not telling you why that's a good or bad idea. I'm not saying like, you know, kids need to be helicoptered the whole time, but like, I don't know if I'd blame the show for that specifically.
0: Well, there was, I'll get to MTV's response to this kind of stuff in a second, but also in 2001, big year for copycats, a teenager in Kentucky had his friend's, film him being hit by a car in the hope that he'd get on the show oh, and they like so do you do you think that mtv is responsible at all let
1: me think about this no i think ultimately the responsibility is on
0: the person I, or the parents depending on the age yeah but it's still so the s- same argument as like violence in video games exactly sort of it's still in the same it's in this in the same conversation so although I, I guess it's this is very different especially with the lo-fi um seasons of jackass where it was stuff they were doing in backyards that's so easy to recreate whereas yeah. what they're doing now <coughs> is very hard to do yourself so but i still
1: don't think it's something that the res- it's not the responsibility of the people putting it out i'm still okay with it being in the world i don't really want my kid watching it but when Jack he's at- yeah but when he's at the age where he can understand which maybe that isn't at 12 years old certainly it isn't younger than that but far out, you should understand that if you jump off something that's really high and land badly, you're gonna probably hurt yourself. Like that's a mm. that's a risk that you need to understand. Um I had a friend yeah I remember a friend of mine jumped off the roof of school once. I think he was they were filming something for media class and he was thought, Oh, I'm gonna jump off this thing and it's gonna look really cool. He broke his leg. So sometimes, you know, you should just know better or if you do hurt yourself, even as a teenager as 13, 14, 15, you take responsibility
0: for that. Yeah. Well, Jackass said they couldn't really, sorry, MTV's in response to that one where the kid was trying to get on the show by having his friends film him. They said, um, there's never been a segment on MTV's Jackass like that one that occurred in Kentucky. MTV takes great care to air all of its programming in a responsible manner. Jackass specifically states in every episode, as well as on the MTV.com website, that no tapes from members of the public will be accepted for consideration to air on the show. Yeah. So, what more do you do, you know? like well, There was there was uh, some reports of people who have also uh, been killed while alleged, allegedly attempting Jackass stunts, but I didn't really want to go down that path because that just seems a bit
1: yeah, full on.
0: Again, like, what do you do? Like, that's terrible. Um, don't do the stunts.
1: It's the whole thing. Don't put yourself on the line unless you're willing to take those consequences, which sounds and feels harsh, but there's not too many other options. Like if you start to censor all this stuff, which is kind of, this is the starting point of that, then you end up having to censor everything. And I don't think that's necessarily a good idea. Um, Some things, yes, absolutely. Some things shouldn't be available to, to all people, but it's still, this is done in the most, I guess, the most safe and responsible way you can do it.
0: Do you know what also shouldn't be available to anyone ever? What's that? The Jackass Live Show. I never saw that. It was fucking atrocious. What so, back it? in um, 2016, a bunch of the cast came to Australia. Yep. Including, I guess, the head- the headliners of that tour, because it wasn't Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. It was Chris Pontius and Dave England with the two sort of headliner acts oh, okay. of that little ensemble that came. So, they came in 2016. I saw the show and it was like, I just can't get over how bad it is. <laughs> And then they announced a follow-up tour only a few months later for 2017. Oh, wow. And there was a, a Sydney-based promoter involved with the first tour who warned people off going. Um, and then it started bubbling in the news. And I ended up getting quoted in a few articles <laughs> just from my experiences. Can, can you read? <laughs> I'll send you this link. Yeah, you can so read it out. Oh,
1: the Geraldton Guardian.
0: The Geraldton Guardian. I'm I'm a bit of a Far man, out. Look at household you. name now. The Geraldton Guardian. A comedy show coming to Geraldton tonight.
1: Oh, coming, going to Geraldton? Jesus Christ. Has become <laughs> an embroiled in controversy with allegations of female patrons being pressured to go topless on stage and being taunted with obscenities if they refuse. Jackass Carp's members Jason Weeman Akuna, Akuna, Is that how you say it? Close Chris, enough. I assume Chris so. Chris Partyboy Pontius, Preston Lacey and Dave England will bring their filthy Seppo tour to Geraldton's Queen's Park Theatre. The four visited Australia in October for the first leg of the tour which promised to embody all things jackass with a crazy uh, mix of stand-up stunts, stories, and insults. But WA's editor of the music, Dan Kribb, went to the show in Perth on October 27 and described it as unorganized and embarrassing. Oh, harsh words from Dan Cribb Jesus. Mr. Cribb, Mr. Cribb, fucking look at you. Yep. Mr. Kribb said he was a fan of the MTV stunt show, Jackass, growing up, but was shocked by the behavior of the forced cast members. There's being crude and funny. Oh, sorry, I'll do it down, boys. There's being crude and funny, and then there's being disrespectful he said. Going to a jackass show, you kind of expect some kind of lack of organisation and craziness, but they seemed drunk the whole show. It wasn't even original. It wasn't funny. There was numerous points where I was going to walk out, but I wanted to see how much worse could get or if we'd turn around. It didn't. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression, I think. <laughs> During the show, Mr. Cribb said two young women were brought up on stage and were asked to take their tops off. When they refused, Mr. Cribb alleged wee man encouraged the crowd to boo them. He was peer pressuring them into doing it. Mr. Cribb said. He was shaming them when they refused to.
0: It was really awkward. So, um, yeah, we man your dog. So, that um, that article comes out. There's a couple of other ones. And the next thing I know, you, you know who Dave England is, right? I don't know. Should I look him up? Google him. Yeah, Google Dave England and then tell me who you think he looks like. Dave England. Yes. Oh, oh who does he look like? No, he looks like a poor man's Dak Shepherd. Uh yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah. Certain photos. So anyway, uh, he's the guy who made a name for himself in Jackass from like for doing poos, right? As you would, as he's claimed to fame, is and he did it at the Perth show as well, which was like, what the fuck is happening? <clears throat> well, he just took a, um, took a shit on cue into a towel and just left it on stage, and at the end of the show, decided to throw the towel into the audience. That's fucking awesome. Way to, way to go, lucky. So anyway, those articles Free come towel. out. Yeah, go on. Those articles came out, and I reckon that Dave England. He's not a fan of Mr. Crib. Oh, really? I'm going to send you uh, a tweet that surfaced. If you could please read out Dave England's tweet, that would be much appreciated. There's a worthless cocksucker running around
1: Perth talking shit about our show out of his butthole. We love our, fan- our fans and always give
0: 110- 111%. Fuck. I, gave, I, I responded to his tweet. Yeah? <laughs> I just did a sad face. <laughs> 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 Wow. That's pretty funny. Should have just liked it. Thanks. Davey. <laughs> nah, this is funny. Wow, huge fan. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Would not recommend the Jackass live show. Would, however, recommend the Steve-O live show. Oh, that's cool. So, are these guys involved in the new movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep, all of them are in the new movie um, outside of, I guess,
1: Bam. And, and- just quickly, did you pay to see that show or you just got tickets because you're a fucking legend doors just open for Mr. Crib yeah where was it, and it was because obviously Metro City was it busy
0: 50% full oh
1: there's still more people than when I saw Toto at Metro City oh no there was like but the uh, thing about Toto is they're back in fashion they bloody toured with Falls Festival you know yeah now but not back in 2008 when there was like I don't know 50 to 100 people there
0: I liked I liked Toto after they were cool before they were cool again
1: yeah <laughs> I liked, yeah, I literally liked Toto in that sweet spot, and now I really
0: don't care about them at all anymore. You were
1: like, people like Toto again? Fuck this. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to go listen to something,
0: something else. I'll listen I'll, to something less mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Mr. Cribs' music. Yeah. Oh, something like so, this. All right. I, oh, okay, I've never heard anybody do an impression of me now, and I'm questioning a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, to be fair,
1: that's, um, that's like the only <laughs> voice that I do whenever I'm trying to read a book to my kid. And there's a character in it that needs to have a voice. I always so, if I
0: when I, when I, when I come around and talk, your kid's gonna be like, wait, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I know that voice. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, that, that, that's all I've got on Jackass, unless you've got anything else. No, I'm wanna- happy to get out of here and just enjoy the rest of my quarantine. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm going to watch some more Doom Patrol. I watched Dave. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. It was. I'm glad you lovely. liked it. I
1: still haven't watched that latest episode. You know what I'm watching at the moment is that, doozy. Um, that This Is Pop show on
0: Netflix. Have you watched any of that? I have not, but um, Jared Raab um, is one of the- I think he wrote or directed some of it. Okay. And And uh, in one of the shows, there is a delightful man called Jay. I've forgotten his last name, which is terrible because he's one of my favorite actors. He's from Nirvana, the band of the show. Cool. He's a narrator on one of the episodes. Oh, I think I know that
1: guy. Um, but no, it's good. It's it's pretty pretty good. I'm um, enjoying it very much. And particularly- nice. I'll check it out. It's, a, it's very related to things that I enjoy. So go watch it. And uh, I need to watch that latest episode of Dave. And I, I started watching Barry as well. So i got to get through Barry.
0: Oh, you're so having a like,
1: time of your life. Look, I don't want to say this, but uh, because- Then don't. You know, but binge is like so good. It's the be- it's probably the best streaming service, or one of them. It, it's- get a sponsor? Lots of, lots to get around there, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, lots of cool stuff on Binge, and
0: let's just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. So what did we learn today? We learned that I can't count. Yep. So this is episode 13. We learned that Jackass hasn't aged very well, and that the new movie, we don't know how that's going to turn out. And we also learned Joey Knoxville's real name, which I can't even rem- remember. No. Something Philip Glass- that's it. Yeah, Philip that's Glass. It. So cool, Arthur lad. Philip Glass. Well, all right. Well, um, <laughs> so that, I'm sorry again f- about the mix-up with the show numbers. I feel like a real jackass. Yeah. Uh, you look like one too. That you was, suckers are with us.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Episode 13, we finally did it after all this time. And next next time, we two weeks it. time, the 50th episode. Although I will say this. I Had we done this episode in 2020, it wouldn't have been as good. No, no, no that's true. Let's do a high five. Ready? Yeah, Pretty good. How do we do it through the internet? You don't know. You'll never know.
0: Let's get out of here. If you like what you've heard, you want to go uh, rate and review. That'll help us a lot. And if you don't like what you've heard, uh, you want to email us at that sucks at the podcasts.com.au. And please know that no podcast pitches will be accepted or used in the show. All right. That was well, a joke, but didn't really land. Fuck. Let's get out of here. Also, head over to thepodcast.com.au. There is some amazing new episodes of The Green Room, and we're also looking at some new rewind with the Avalanches and Daryl Braithwaite. That's rad. Cool bananas. So get all over it. We'll see you next time, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye. That Sucks is a podcast from the Handshake Agency Network, presented and produced by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverman. Recorded an engineer by Troy Neverland. Executive producer Craig Turee. Theme music by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverland.